Hi, I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on South Park. Sean? <laughs> Are oh, you going down cute? on South Park too? <laughs> <It's>, I, <didn't... laughs> I was waiting for him to go. Yeah, uh, uh, Sean Faw, I guess I'm going down on South Park as well. <laughs> this is Joey Bonnier, and I'm going down on South Park. How we doing, guys? Uh, fantabulous. All right. Let's I'm talk good. about let's talk about episode one. This is hmm. our official episode one of yeah. of our new podcast. The previous one was episode zero. Episode zero was the last. This one, is exactly. going down on South Park, where we <laughs> break down each episode one at a time, as much as we can, at least. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll you know we'll just jerk it, stroke it, see what comes out. Who knows? It's hard hmm. to say. You can well, laugh when at you that. go. It's yeah. okay. When Sean you, was trying really hard not to laugh. No, you, I was you, trying to decide whether or not to laugh. That's when you difference. go down on something, <laughs> you really want to go after it and rub it really hard until you get. I wasn't even finished on all my entendres. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> all right, so I, episode one is Cartman Gets an Anal Probe. <laughs> it premiered August 13th, 1997. Mm. Where were you boys? August 13th, 1997. Um, were you there, man? Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, yeah, I, I was popped in front of my TV. Like I said, we had just got Comedy Central in my neighborhood, and that was a, uh, a, a nice bonus and a nice uh, um, entourage to the... Uh, Wait, no, am I using that That's word? That's not right? the correct word. God damn it. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, entrance or um, nice- uh, In- Invitation? Uh, I guess. A nice- uh, nice. Palette. Oh, like your way in you're trying to exactly. say? Like the way you got- the, the, the... A, a, a nice uh, um, beginning, introduction. That's um, the word you're looking for, yeah. introduction. <laughs> introduction to Comedy Central. Right Jesus on. God. You got it, man. We, we got there. Tried, <laughs> I tried to use words. Joey, where were you on August 13th? Okay, so I don't think I watched it on the day, but I probably watched it in a rerun, maybe the Sunday <laughs> Fucking after. Fucking loser. Yeah. I was I was eleven. <laughs> well, it's Comedy Central. I mean, there's you know a thousand reruns of every yeah, new show, right? So I was in my basement on the in, on Large Street, Northeast Philadelphia, the, the classiest neighborhood Born in and Philadelphia. Raised. Yeah, on the playground. I said that ironically, by the way. Mm. It is not classy. Continue. Anyways, <laughs> I was watching it probably by myself, laughing to myself on chilling out, Maxon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, shut up, Carmen. <laughs> That wasn't a Jew joke, was it? Not yet. Good. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't belittle my people. <laughs> Knuckleheads. Pun intended. What? Belittle. What? How is that a Jew I'm not, joke? I'm not a Jews, dwarf. Jews aren't necessarily biggest people. That's the damn. God. <laughs> really? Damn, Cartman. <laughs> He's going there. That's not a stereotype. That, it's really not. It's like a new stereotype. Like you've somehow managed to create a new racist element uh, to no, being anti-Semitic. There's the... <laughs> I don't know how you did that, but you did. The, the the tiny, frail Jew, that's not a stereotype? Damn. I don't believe so. I think it's just somehow. Is that just Woody Allen? I think you I just associate Woody Allen with every other Jew. Okay. There you go. I mean, we're not NBA players, that's for sure, but we're not also uh, known for being the smallest, I don't think. Well, you're certainly not known for... Oh, God, why are we getting off on a Jewish Let's move on. Let's, <laughs> Let's talk about the background of this episode. Um, so, we did a little bit of research, as always, to look into how this episode was made. This is the very first one to ever be done on cardboard cutouts. The rest, well, really, the very first one that they did in general. The first two that they did were um, the two iterations of Spirit of Christmas. This was their first full pilot, um, paid for by Comedy Central. I think it was about $300,000 that, mm-hmm. they, that they had to make it in the budget. Um, it took about three months. Three months, frame by frame, overhead projection. So if you watch this episode, you'll notice that- Overhead camera. Over, I'm sorry, you're right. Overhead camera. Um, so if you watch this episode, you'll notice that it, it's a little bit less clean as far as the um, the separation between the background and the foreground mm-hmm. um, of the character specifically. Drop shadow. Thank you. Very good. Drop shadow. Well done, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know something about those things. <laughs> I know you do. 
<laughs> You've got notes, I know. You guys are busting my balls on my fucking notes over here. Um, so yeah, frame by frame, took about three months, um, literally moving each little piece at a time. So if you watch it also, the the characters who aren't actually speaking are pretty still because nothing's going on. Um, and it was just easier. Uh, so it was it was Trey Parker, Matt Stone, uh, and Eric Stow, actually, who uh, who they call Butters. Um, that'll come in a lot later, obviously. Where are they? Where is that going to come from? Butters? Oh, that's just behind Who's the scenes Butters? stuff. Butters is Eric. That's what they call Eric Stow, their animation I director. I am making a joke. Oh, because oh. <laughs> we haven't gotten that far in the series yet, yeah, so you don't know I'm what that means. I'm guessing I'm going to pretend like I don't know what's going on. Okay. Jeez. I planted that it was there later. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they, they so they did it in Colorado, um, in Denver is where they actually made it. The mecca um, of animation that is Colorado. Exactly, right? That's where they went to school, as we talked about in the first episode. Uh, very first cut was about 28 minutes long. They had to cut it down to 22, which was some fucking <laughs> insanity, mm. um, especially when you consider how long, how much that would have taken to do. I mean, if, if it was three months, that's about, you know, uh, basically a month for every 10 minutes. So. It's also funny that they didn't know or no one told them that it was how long it was supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, Trey Parker didn't realize that you kind of had to to account for the commercials. You know, I don't think he didn't, I don't think it wasn't the case that he didn't realize. It's just that he was making his show and then, That's just how long it ended up being. Exactly. And it's like, oh, fuck, okay. Um, But yeah, a lot of the different things had changed as far as I understand. Um, Originally, like, the older bully kids had fed Cartman hot tamales and and that's why he farted fire rather than (laughs) later on it was, you know, an account, it was because of the anal probe that he was farting fire um anyway a lot of little fun things um the the first crazy element that i wanted to mention about this show as far as the background itself was um why south park do you guys know why they said it in south park in general i don't even know if south park is a real place it is okay yeah um so south park colorado is is where all the kind of colorado locals joke as far as all the weird shit happens like oh. that that literally is there you know they're the the quiet little redneck podunk mm-hmm. white trash town yeah, like white that. trash mountain town excuse me that they the, the quintessential bumblefuck exactly or, it's where yeah. all the weird things always happen like weird things always seem to happen in south park gotcha. so hence the very first episode of course aliens if they're going to visit yeah, america yeah. they're going to fucking visit south park um so that's why they came to yeah. Give Cartman a little bit of an anal probe. Hmm. Um, are there any notable kind of notes as far as the production elements you guys want to mention, boys? Or any questions you have on the first show? Um, well, uh, Joey couldn't contain himself and uh, was uh, freaking out about the drop shadow. So I figured I'd explain that. I think that's okay. an exaggeration. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm always an exaggeration. Yeah, what is drop shadow? What does that mean? <laughs> um, so essentially, if you're familiar with the process of animation or old cell animation, they would have everything on individual clear clear sheets. So you would draw the background on one clear sheet, you draw the next character on a clear sheet, and maybe his head would be on a separate clear sheet, and you'd kind of rifle the them together so you wouldn't have to redraw everything you would just redraw what is moving but with the process that they used my assumption is that you they didn't want to stick the fucking uh little pieces of cardboard to everything or what is, is it card no mm-hmm. it's not cardboard it's um um paper? What, construction, whatever. Paper. construction paper. paper there we go so they didn't want to stick that to something so it, you i would assume you would use panes of glass so as opposed to having everything on a cell you would have the background under one pane of glass some middle ground characters under another pane of glass and then the foreground characters under another pane of glass and then when you put the camera in the middle you have a light coming on from either side for most animation but when you stack those up in glass rather than on the acetate or the clear sheets that they were using you end up getting more of a drop shadow you end up getting more of that shadow coming from either side you see it to the right and left but you don't see it on the top and the bottom 
Cool. There you go. Okay. Um, I had a couple of funny things. I saw Mr. Garrison's face change a little bit. And I noticed that one of the changes was the actual face that turned out to be Mr. Garrison that we all know and love. One of them is kind of weird. His like mouth is a lot lower and it looks like his face is a lot longer. In general, they all look very different. They all look a little bit yeah. different. But I like that had one frame he changed back to the Mr. Garrison that we now know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. What else was there? Did you want to... Um... Well, any other production elements of it? No, I First guess off, that was it. So we have Chef. Who was the voice of Chef? Isaac Hayes. Oh. Do you guys miss Chef? In general? <laughs> yeah. Or Isaac Hayes the guy? Uh, in, chef. The character in South Park. Chef, yes. Isaac Hayes the guy... Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, since we'll get there in that fruity little show. Or, or fruity little club. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah well, saying? since we're on Chef, I thought it was really kind of amazing that like our introduction to Chef... Well, not necessarily our introduction, but like the first episode that we see him in, the end of the episode, he is embracing the aliens. And that just had that that Scientology connotation like just... Uh, Earlier so, on? Yeah, I don't oh, know. interesting. Uh, yeah, I never yeah. thought about that. I, yeah, I didn't think that either. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, what is it? Vinu? And then the... Um, he was, Yeah, he was it's drinking Vinu. soup. So I don't know if that was another veiled connotation there. I don't or think Or if so. it was all just happy coincidence. I think it's or, a happy accident. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the character chef is just the... You know, the one character is the conspiracy theorist. And he's the one who kind of... All, he is the one who actually knows what's going on in South Park. So yeah, although yeah, he seems true. like he's out of his mind... He, yeah. You know, South Park itself is. I find out of it his interesting that you say that that's the conspiracy theorist. Well, he is a conspiracy theorist, but the only one that knows what's going on that to make that connection. Well, right. That's well. That's that's the <laughs> element of South Park. South yeah. Park itself, at its core, is a satire, yeah. right? So it's you know, South Park, the world is sort of turned on its head. The the parents and the adults are the ones who were sort of inept and strange, and right. they have this weird. That's a you know major theme we'll talk about. I don't know. The that kids that's the necessarily ones turning the world on its head, though. <laughs> that's good point. Good point. Maybe in the end, the kids are the ones who always know what's it's going a straight on. Straight up allegory. Man. Um, Let's briefly talk about the theme song as well, since it's the first mm. episode. Uh, Joey, you want to take us on the theme song? Sure. I mean, I like it. It's obviously by Primus. Uh, it's I not obviously by Primus. Well, we know. <laughs> pretty, if you know Primus, it's well, obviously it's like, by Primus. It's like the most famous thing now. But yeah. I think that um, I never really put it together that the guy playing the guitar or the banjo, whatever, on the screen was maybe Les Claypool. I wasn't oh. quite sure if that's what who, who it, is who Les was. Claypool. That's the lead singer of Primus. Is he's the he's the head of Primus? He's the lead guy. He's the bass player of Primus. Yeah. But oh, he's not the singer. I don't think hmm, whatever. No, you know he might be. You know, no, I, I'm sorry. He probably is. I apologize. Uh, anyways, but I think him and Fleer, is that supposed the, oh, no, to be him? I wasn't sure actually, but the glasses and the look kind of gave him. I, I mean, I just assume that I would way. say it is. It's yeah, it's the representation him, of sure. that yeah. character. I don't, I don't know, know why I never put direct... that together. That's weird of me, but. Uh, I don't know. I always liked it. It's got that weird feel, uh, but it's also kind of funky and like, but also I, I think also Sean Fall, you like them because they kind of tell a story. Like all their songs are very yeah. story oriented. So it's like, it's perfect for a theme song where it introduces the characters. And yep. A, uh, Primus or Harry Chapin, you know, either do you way guys you want to go. Do you guys know Kenny's uh, dialogue or lyrics, I guess? I like girls with big fat titties. And then... I, don't I, thought, I thought it was that again. No, it's I like girls with big fat titties. I like girls with deep vaginas is the second really? part. Yeah. Why? Yes. That's interesting. Why deep vaginas? Because Kenny's got a big dick. <laughs> yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> but no, I, I get it. Wow. I'm just surprised. You know, Kenny, good, good for Kenny. <laughs> it, was, it was that one for, I believe it was seasons one and two, and hmm. then it was different in seasons three and four. Three through five, I think. Hmm. Um, then five to oh, and then six. He that, wasn't there. Yeah, there was. A he wasn't there. He wasn't in season there. six. Yeah. Um, and then it was seven to ten. It was something else, and it was you know hmm. it was I think from ten on or the last ten seasons. I guess it's been about the same. I don't right. remember. Um, I didn't mention it in the first one, but it was weird that um, in that I think it was Jesus versus uh, Frosty 
where the Kenny looking character was um Cartman. Was it Cartman? Yeah, Cartman. There was, was a Kenny. Kenny. Well, no, well, hang, no, hang on. Kenny was the only one. First. Yeah, Kenny was the only one that had a name, and that was the one that looked like Cartman. But the one that looked like Kenny with the orange coat oh, and the thing pulled right, over, yeah. uh, they actually the the uh, the hood wasn't pulled over as much as it is in everything else. Right. You could so see it's his like face. the only time you actually see his face. Yeah, or the that's representation true. Of that. Well, outside of one big moment, um, I don't remember that. The yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, Kenny's gotcha. face is revealed. Right on. Um, and of course, uh. Well, I don't know if we can give that away yet. Oh, we'll hold on to it. There's another seen, big moment. I haven't seen the movie in a while. We'll have to do that. Well, well, we'll probably yeah. do a podcast on that, I would imagine, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. That sounds like a good idea. Um, so, let's talk about the cultural relevance. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually, I'm sorry. No, let's take a step back. What Do you guys have for personal favorite moments in this show? What are some of your favorite moments? Um, I, well, I, fond memories. Something that episode. stuck out was Pip. I didn't realize Pip was yeah. so early. Yeah. Um, like I don't, I didn't really, I don't remember recognizing Pip until the Pip episode, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, the fact that he was there and got farted around by Cartman, I found, uh, amusing. he was sort of the butters in the first yeah, season. Yeah. Well, um, he, he had not just farted on, he got set on fire, farted on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you know. laughs> right, that was your favorite moment or that was no, the moment? No, I just thought that moment. was noteworthy. Do you remember like being as a kid, what were some of the things that really hit you when you first watched it? Um, I wasn't that young. I was like 17 when these come out. All right, so. when you were a, when you were yeah. a, a teen, a strapping teen, <laughs> you remember <laughs> some of the things. Um, I mean, cheesy poofs stick out. Uh, okay, no kitty. Um, <laughs> All Cartman bits. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, dude, I'm I've always been a fan of Cartman. <laughs> but I think Trey and Matt have said in interviews that they they each identify with uh, Stan and Kyle, but they both identify with Cartman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just. Yeah, yeah, the most Car- universal yeah. character. Cartman is sort of the Donald Trump. He's exactly. the one who gets to say everything that you kind of like want to yeah. think he's the most horrible character in the world. Totally. Um, and yet the greatest character, fucking <laughs> one of the top characters ever made. Uh, Joey, do you have any favorite moments in the show? Yeah, uh, I'll talk about a couple of them. But first I want to say I was so surprised looking back on it that there were so many characters. And then like, yeah. there was like so many different storylines going on too in just 22 minutes. Like we have like Stan and Kyle with their own different storylines. Then we have obviously we have Chef and then Cartman and, and Mr. Garrison even. Is introduced. I mean, all and these almost everyone's a full character. Yeah, too. you do get yeah, an they're idea. They're, they're they're very fleshed out in the short amount of time and the small dialogue that they have. I think Wendy was the only one that like was a two dimensional character. Yeah, I don't even, think so. No, she's the one who comes then, up the idea of how to like how to save the town. Yeah, how to use but Cartman as bait. I, I I didn't feel like there was um, the she's any, the smart one later on in the rest right. Of the she becomes that. Yeah, but I don't. I, I didn't feel like she had. I don't know. She's I guess. the one who comes up with the idea. She's like she was the smart one in this episode. Right, but I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a character. I think you're just sexist, Cartman. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, um, I, I remember laughing harder at the when when Cartman drops into the I left sing about the moon and the two <laughs> fuck this. I remember watching that the very first time and mm. laughing my fucking ass off harder than I've ever laughed yeah. before. The first time. That did happened. you get the so, reference the first time? No, no just it was just bizarre and crazy and strange, yeah. and it was it was just something new and something very you know uh, almost experimental, and you know at the time what we had beavis and butthead simpsons reniston yeah. b were like that kind of carnivalesque thing mm-hmm. that that was going on that sort of subversive element but that was that one thing where it just it, it dared to kind of step out of what you 
you'd really expect. And it meant fucking nothing, but it was just so weird and strange and fun. It was a big fuck you and it was great. But um, still within the world. So like not precisely. like not like Ren and Stimpy, but not like uh, not like some Simpsons would have done it. Like right. they they created their own voice in that, but it stayed within like it didn't feel like it was jumping out at all. Absolutely. Totally agree. And then um and say I guess the other element that I laughed really hard at when I was a kid was um fucking uh, Kyle's rant, of course. Kyle's mm. rant at the end of the cursing was the first time, which which honestly was, as far as I understand, what really drove their conception of the show in the first place. They wanted to make a show where kids actually talked like kids, mm. right? Most of the time, kids have this sort of prosaic thing, and they talk the way that we think kids talk. Yeah. But I remembered being a kid, and it's I remember cursing up a fucking storm, man. Oh, totally. You know mm. what I mean? We all did, yep. and that was the thing. They were They really felt like honest kids. They felt like real kids at the time. And you were watching the world um, through those not innocent yet, you know, uh, curious eyes. Um, so any other notes on that? Any of the favorite moments? I guess we can move to the cultural relevance. What do you got? Um, just a quick mention of uh, uh, early incarnation of Tom's rhinoplasty that yep. that shows up. I You know, it's, it's it just constantly amazes me, like, how early they either set the – the the groundwork for these things later or no, they no, just, just so yeah, yeah so uh, they, in they, tune with what they've done that like right. they created well, a universe that that's they the are, way to put it exactly they created a universe yeah and they they stick very true to that on uh almost i don't know I, I feel like other shows like don't stick to their universes as much as south park does and doesn't don't like exploit those things that they set up so early well as much. simpsons does a great job of that simpsons usually does um, um i think in later episodes yeah but i don't think as early as this i don't think simpsons was off the bat setting that stuff up as much as south park does you can't set anything up off the bat what do you mean like they they, were, they did this they do the same thing as south park is saying as far as staying consistent with their world mm. I'm not a Simpsons guy either, but, it, you know, it, yeah. I, I, that's why we're doing the South Park show. <laughs> um, but, no, the consistency of their world is absolutely notable. Yeah. Um, what were we going to say, though? What else? Oh, uh, Kenny has, dies three times, which I— What do you mean Kenny dies three times? Uh, He—well, they— uh, These aren't cultural relevances, by the way. These are, like, elements. I didn't think we were there yet. Oh, sorry. That's what I asked. Are we on cultural relevance? That's what I asked in the beginning, oh. but it's okay. We, and no, nothing. We, well, we were in favor— <laughs> Completely <laughs> irrelevant. We were in favorite moments, and now we're going to move to cultural— not yet. If we're still talking about favorite moments, go ahead. Okay. Favorite no, that's moments. that's fine. Kenny no, no, I want to hear the, what is the cultural relevance? I was asking you. I thought that's what you were answering me. No. <laughs> Sorry, Cartman. <laughs> well, no, hang on. Finish. You have to finish now. What do you talk? What is? What do you mean? Kenny dies three times. Oh, just uh, he. Uh, what is? It? He gets like. Um, uh, what's the first? What's the first way he di- he dies, and then or they think he dies, yeah, he and then he gets thrown back onto up. the street. Yeah, and then, and then the the cows come and trample him. Exactly, and then he actually gets hit by Officer Barbrady's car and really dies. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And eventually he ends up dying in every single episode, of course. Right. Um. Okay. But I do recall. I mean, that I don't recall that... how gruesome it was. Like ba- exactly. Like, like he like Kyle pulls off his head yeah. a little <laughs> his bit spine is still off his spine. <laughs> I'm like, damn, these are kids. And I remember also. I just want to say before we go on, all these like sexual stuff. Like that was what I was thinking about when I was like even 11 or 12. Yeah. And I was, I guess, a perverted little kid. But you're right. That's part of it. Where it's like kids were definitely talking like they were and talking about that stuff. And even Chef is talking about making love to your I'm woman. Gonna make love. I, I was, was going to say, that was one of my favorite parts, just <laughs> yeah. realizing that that was the first episode. And I You're realized such a music guy. that Chef had that awesome. <laughs> Mom, well, kitties being a dildo. Is, I, I know like, one little kitty that's going to sleep with mommy tonight. <laughs> like, I know. And it was so <laughs> fucking subversive. It was just crazy. Guy, what were you saying, Joey? Uh, it's amazing that they got Isaac Hayes to commit 
before, I mean, during the pilot. Mm. Like this is this big, maybe, you know, musical hall of fame kind of guy, this, you know, and he's committing to these two weird, <laughs> like random crazy Yeah, so white a little guys. background on that. They met with them, obviously. They, they, yeah. they met with them. Um, he was their first uh, choice, I believe. Um uh, and and literally, he sat down with Trey and Matt, and he's like, "Oh, these guys are cool." And that was kind of my eyes case. I guess so. Yeah. Um, now, as far as the cultural relevance, is there much to talk about? Because later on, South Park, you know, that it becomes more paramount. It's sort yeah. of flipped here because this is this first episode is sort of more about characters, exactly. which South Park really is. But this is the establishing element. But I mean, that's, was it very political? Go that, ahead, no, I was just gonna say that's kind of got to be the pilot of any show. Like, if you're going to establish anything that is episodic, you have to at least start with getting people to love the characters, right? And then you can start foisting your political opinions upon them. Yeah. So I don't. I I think that that just wasn't the emphasis. And I also, I, I if I recall correctly, I. I don't think the uh, whole first couple seasons are really political as much as they are this sort of comedy thing. I think they actually right. like turn the ship and really start, you know, aiming at specific things yeah. at some point. I mean, the irony about this this discussion as far as cultural relevance is that the cultural relevance of this episode is, is the episode it's itself. Existence, yeah. It's its very existence. It was extremely controversial when it came mm-hmm. out, man. People mm-hmm. thought it was absolutely fucking pushing. It it went yeah. it crossed the line. It, it absolutely crossed the line. After the Simpsons, after Ren and Stimpy, after Beavis and Butthead they they went the next but i mean even beavis and butthead was i think more controversial well briefly there weren't there weren't enough episodes for it yeah, to be crazy it, controversial it didn't hit the the pop culture relevance i think is quick or and it was it, the the funny thing about beavis and butthead as well is it was so sort of it was not prosaic. I don't want to say prosaic, but it was definitely so uh, almost more um, inno- like, not innocent, but like it was harmless. Yeah, it I feel like harmless. it was just smaller and more under the radar. Or yeah, something. it was like I, two assholes sitting in a fucking thing talking yeah. some shit, and it was and it was on MTV, and MTV was supposed to be about that anyway. So if like you're watching MTV, then you're obviously seeing a bunch of shit. And now Comedy Central has like kids cursing constantly. Yeah, you know what I mean. This I think crazy this, amounts of violence. This episode had surprisingly large amounts of story to me, and narrative, and mm-hmm. structure, and stuff sure. like that. Whereas Beavis and Butthead, not quite as much. That's a good well, point, too. Yeah, yeah it was I mean, a different be, format. A different format. But I'm not dissing Beavis. I love Beavis and Butthead, but it was more, you know, two guys sitting in front looking at a music video and laughing at, like, 90s music video. But, I mean, I just, I was surprised. I mean, we still call it culturally, but I was surprised just the the amount that they had, like, Stan, his whole storyline of getting the girl and, like, overcoming. Yeah, adolescent o- love. Overcoming, Huge theme. Yeah, overcoming adolescent love and his fear and of puking in front of his his crush every time and and then like getting advice about it. And then that was just half of it because then yeah. we had obviously Cartman, his anal probe and then Kyle with his brother. So we had that whole- I forgot about the brother. Like yeah, by the time I, we got like, there, I, I forgot that that was the reason they were trying to contact the aliens. Yeah. There's like so much else going on. Like That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh, the, um, so, go, sorry. What well, Kyle's j- journey to get his brother back, that's half of it. That's like 50-50 of right. whole, the whole episode. You think that's kind of the end of it, but then the end is really- Stan joking around with the girl right. trying to... Well, it's important that he said story first. It, you know, it, a lot of times we think of South Park as a really political show and at the time, you know, very subversive in this sense yeah. that they were trying to push the line. But really, no, I think it. I think every episode from this very first one has always been story first. Mm. Oh, it yeah. really always is with South Park. That's the key. It's story first. Like, what? what is this happening? What? What? Who are the main characters? What do they want? How are they going to get it? What's in their way? That, that just old school filmmaking, you know, really cut and dry acts one, two, and three thing. Um, which I guess brings me to the next question. Well, Who's – go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I not being in the room with them, I feel like it's concept – like uh, in chronologically, it's concept first. But story is the most um, 
emphasized. Stories of Dry is it? Yeah, I, I I don't know if it's necessarily concept first. I, I feel like general. the later episodes, especially when they like they tackle a specific political, uh, I, I feel like you have to work backwards in order to construct those stories. I, so I don't think it's the same every time. I guess yeah, is what yeah, I'm trying true. to say. It's not always this. It it depends on the episode. It depends on what the point is. It depends on sure, how sure. they're going to approach it. It depends on what what you know, kicked the story off, you know what I mean? Whether it was just a joke about a gay fish or whether whether (laughs) it was, okay, we have to tackle the fact that there was just an election or an election that's going to be revealed. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, So sure, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. (laughs) Um, But in this case, whose episode was this? Who did you guys, whose episode was it? I think actually I was tempted to to, to do my 50-50 thing again where I think it's Stan slash Kyle. Okay. But actually I think it's Cartman. I think Cartman wins this episode. I think he, Not wins. Whose story is it though? It's Cartman's story actually. Okay. I think he goes through all the horrible uh, – <laughs> horrible uh, – What uh, does he want? Suffering. Yeah. Uh, he wants freedom from his anal probe. Okay. Well, he, he rejects the fact that he even had one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's in denial of it mm-hmm. until, well, he can't really deny it anymore. Okay. I would say Cartman is the only one that we see on his own. So that's okay. – That's a, why it makes you think it the, – Yeah, that definitely – you know, we see him in his element with the, with his mom and with right. Kitty and with the pot pie. Right. We don't see Stan or Kyle or anyone else on their own except Garrison and Mr. Han getting the BJ in the car. But that's a whole <laughs> – I, okay. no, I also noticed that – oh, I'm sorry. I also noticed that the, uh, when Carmen comes home, we get the standard sitcom trope of the musical cue. Like whatever – yeah. it's like four you know, piano right, yeah. notes. So it's like symbolizing, oh, here's our main character coming home. Sure. Yeah. And this is what he's coming home to, his crazy mother. And the, the entering of Al Bundy or the cheesy piece. exactly. <laughs> I think so. it's an interesting byproduct of the way that this show actually kind of developed. The, 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 I, I think that the very first time they made it, like they kind of did fall in love with Cartman and they just kind of explored him a lot more, um, literally off the bat. But as far as whose episode this is, I think it's Kyle's episode. Kyle is the one who has really the driving goal here, right? Which is where's my brother? His we brother. have to get my brother back, and that's what's driving the story. Um, and of course, what's in the way is kind of him trying to get it. So, considering I forgot that's what it was going on. Exactly. Like no, it's an important. <laughs> point you're right and that's and when you mentioned that i was like wow it's kind of a wild but I, again that's what makes this show so cool yeah. is that it's I, able to do i that. agree with you but i actually don't think it was more stick kyle than stan here i think actually to be honest if i'm not going to say cartman because cartman gets all the laughs it actually is 50 50 stan and kyle well what does because stan want though? stan the girl stan gets the girl i think he that they basically take the main character the 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 typical uh, protagonist who wants to solve the problem and sure. get the girl, and they kind of split it half and half. Kyle, but I don't think that's driving the story, though. Like, if, if that well, never happened in this episode, that's the episode driving a lot of happen. the plot. Yeah, I think that was a B it. story or a C story. It's a big time C story. It was story. probably a B story because the anal probe takes the. Yeah, and then well, and then that's the brother. B story is the anal probe. But then again, I actually thought it was more because at the end they actually finished on that and they kind of had that silhouette they where they backed out. That's on the stand, no, that's on not stand. the end end. Well, it's not the There's end. A whole the end is the actually end. Cartman jokes, but he comes in with pink eye. It's actually a teaser yeah. for yeah. the next episode, and that's why I think actually I said the first Cartman Spoilers. is the main. <laughs> Cartman is the character of this one, but okay. but actually of the two of those two, I think that is the, still the fifty fifty. They like splitting the the main characters okay. hero stuff between half between. I may two. not allow you to do that splitting bullshit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not we'll fair. See, we'll, we'll see what see, happens throughout I, the. End, I, I kind of have to agree with them because a lot of the times Stan and Kyle are just two parts of the 
same character. Mm-hmm. Like either one of them, you know, they I I think in a lot of stories they would be represented as one character, but they're literally just split into two factions of that. So it, I think they represent internal debate of the audience more than individual characters most of the time. I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I yeah. also think in the later episodes they're going to stand out more. Like they also they're yeah. gonna, they, each of them are going to have more developed characters. We're exactly. going we're going to learn Stan's family. We're going to learn about his dad. We're going to learn about his mom. We're going right. to learn about his sister. We're, and then we're going to have Kyle. Obviously, we're going to learn about his dad, his mom. I mean, it's, all this stuff is going to be great. So yeah, we're going to see become more bigger, fuller, they're single be fleshed characters. Out, and then we'll yeah. have like, oh, this is definitely more Kyle and Stan. But for now, it's actually pretty prototypical. I think they split it kind of down the middle, if you will. I yeah, know. I guess. I guess. I, I don't think I, I can. Or agree. maybe I'm just as far as this fans. particular episode. No, it's about them finding Ike. But I mean, as far as the the general aura of the show, absolutely, everybody has their own kind of but world that they live in. Also, oh, you yeah. mentioned you it's not established it. yet, though. If we're just taking the first episode on face value, precisely right. You also mentioned earlier, I think in the previous episode, where uh, our episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. where uh, they have the the typical shot where they have Stan and Kyle on and giving their I learned today, blah 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 right, blah yeah. blah. But this time, I noticed, and maybe I didn't before, that the camera does. Zoom in on Kyle. Yeah, when he's doing his, when, when he he's doing the thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just a old, so, little kid in this crazy world, but right before the alien. Yeah, yeah the fuck which off. oddly, though, his uh, Today We Learn speech comes like two thirds of the way through the yeah. show. There's still like a whole nother like act of the yeah, show after funny? we learn something. Yeah. I know. The um, Speaking of that, what did we learn in general? I mean, does it still <laughs> apply to today? What, what did this show teach us? Um, watch out for your asshole. I don't, yeah. I don't know if this one is definitely <laughs> as culturally relevant as the other ones, but this taught us yeah. kind of that that kids can be as dirty and filthy as their parents, and maybe they actually know more than their parents. This was kind of like the f- original rebellion episode. This is like, hey, this is our world where everything is topsy turvy, upside down. This is South Park, exactly. and we're introducing our world. Couldn't have said it better myself, Kyle. Yeah. 